At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. One in German. This is exciting. Good, <laughs> what did good you think radio. it was? Good radio. Und? No, it's eins. <laughs> oh, eins. Oh, wait, I'm pretty sure we do that. And two is what? Zwei. 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 Eins, zwei. Eins, zwei, drei. Yeah, well, let's not go down the, the rabbit hole here. <laughs> this is, All right, everyone, this we're is called, to count to ten. Yeah, if your kid wants to learn German, send him here. Well, we're a great source. This is actually something you can play in the car on the way to school. You can learn German up to three and learn teach about your child at the same time. Adam Sandler in a mm-hmm. basketball movie. Also in German. We'll be translating that segment into German as well, just for reference. <laughs> a little transcript <laughs> in German. Fully translated. We're going to be able to do it on the go. <laughs> we're a thousand percent not going to do that, but... I'm assuming that you can find a way. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. But until we get to that time, when we're talking about Hustle, Adam Sandler's new Netflix movie, the one of many Sandman movies on the Netflix, what is it, a 10-movie deal? Um, what is this, number four? It, it's got to be around four, right? Because he had the murder there. mystery with Jennifer Aniston. He had... Hubie Halloween, which I don't know, I'd consider one. I'd say, look, you phoned this in. Hubie. That's a half. That's like Netflix reneging on it and saying, that's a half, and you know it, Adam. <laughs> and no, no, I no, think, no. I would, I would argue that that's like two for Adam Sandler because that's really that was back to the roots, full blown as Adam Sandler as it gets. Oh, he did Sandy Wexler. Okay, so that's the do over. That's the Netflix movie. We're learning on the fly, or is it folks. On Netflix, I think it's a Netflix movie. <laughs> so, so Adam Sandler it <laughs> is in his multi-movie deal with Netflix, coming out with another drama-based movie, uh, showing his true acting ability. Fantastic movie, great sports movie. We will also be talking Stranger Things. Yes. And oh, did you finish? Kenobi absolutely did. Holy shit. Dude, that's all I'll say. Do you want to start out with Stranger Things? I do. Cause, okay. So there was a there's someone in my office who also said, so we were talking and he was like, oh yeah, the other day, like I started watching season four and I was on one episode and then I ended up staying up until like 4.30 and I was on episode five. And I was like, it'll just get you like that. Dude, you just want to power you. through. It absolutely gets you. Yeah, I, again, I think I mentioned it last episode, but... I started watching the first one and I was like, oh, they went full horror on this. Like there that part with uh I forget the girl's name, but cheerleader who ends up getting killed, her her nightmare is her parents and the it like is extremely creepy, but then yeah. throughout the rest of it it's not actually it's like Stranger Things scary. It's not actual horror. So I got super down with it. I mean, granted, it was like heart racing. It was pretty creepy. It was it was scary slash creepy, but there was something about the yeah. first episode that really didn't sit well with me, and I was just like, yeah. dude, I don't know if I can watch this. But <laughs> I ended up watching it, and it, dude, it 
it really is wild how long they made this because oh, each yeah. episode is like it's uh, like a movie and, yeah it seriously is and then I did not even realize at all that they were going to be coming out with the second half. I thought yeah. that this was going to be like the full shebang. No, so the second half is three episodes. And so my thing is, is this, this isn't the final season, right? They're just like letting it rip at this point? Or One is more it after the final this, season? apparently. One more, okay. One more. So the last three episodes are an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and 20 or 30 minutes, and then mm-hmm. two and a half hours is the last one. Are you serious? That is... Two are like I don't know how I'm gonna watch that. It's like the freaking Irishman and Hawkins. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm going to watch that all the way through. I don't think I'm gonna need an intermission like I did with the Irishman. I'm, no, you like gonna... that one. I needed to walk outside and make sure I was still like okay. Maybe we're, a little. We're good. I'm gonna go get a, a coffee from Donkin from Donks. Come back, <laughs> watch the rest of this because this thing is. Long. long that was literally like a play and i almost felt like did i buy tickets to this like is this something that i can that i have to finish it, maybe it, maybe ask for the money back yeah no it was good but it's also like i could voluntarily leave but i was so far in it's like the sunken cost thing yep. where i'm just like i'm not gonna give up now no you, you gotta know? keep pushing through when the irish man is involved but yeah Dude, I mean, with with how much, it, it I was just thinking about it. We did the pentaverate for a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, it was like five pentaverates. It was whatever the twenty five scale now. Yeah, are we gonna in- implement that scale <laughs> of how many very pentaverates it was, dude? Top Gun, seven out of ten pentaverates. (laughs) We're going to measure everything by length. They're going to be like, oh, what's the run time? Uh, It's about a pentaverate and a half. (laughs) It's a septaverate. Yeah, it's it's an octaverate. (laughs) It's just funny because you can take a season of television, and now that we're doing like eight episodes for a season, pentaverate, what are you getting, 30-minute episodes? Stranger Things is like, let's do seven episodes, hour and a half a piece. It's such a time commitment, and it ropes you in so much more because you're just sitting there, cliffhanger at the end, and then you do literally, you sign up for bad sleep for a week when you start these shows. Mm -hmm. So the interesting thing about this one is the last season was great, and a lot of people, the sentiment was when it came back, like, I don't really know that I care about Stranger Things anymore. Well, it's so long ago. You do. You just didn't, like, you, it was so long ago that you lost that kind of vibe. Yeah. But when you start it, you realize why it took so long. And it's because each episode is so long and each episode is so well done that I'm like, all right, I'll give them a damn pass for taking a year and a half or two years to put this out because of the product. Like, yeah. you get what you put in and holy shit. It was worth it. Also, they're like 25-year-old high schoolers now, but that's every other Netflix <laughs> series. And I think they do this well where they like... Like, because um, my girlfriend just started season one and I've been seeing clips from that. And I know it's supposed to take place like less than a year after <laughs> after season one, all of the events in season four. Because they're Are in middle serious? school. They're in middle school in season four and then they're freshmen in, or in season one, they're in middle school. In season four, they're freshmen. So it's between like a year, year and a half. And then to see the difference, I'm like, holy shit. 
these kids have literally it's almost like a, a mini see now we're measuring it in Harry Potter's but it's like a third of a Harry Potter here where it's like you see a third of their lives on screen kind of coming together and now they're all adults it's it's crazy but it's like I give them that pass because of what they're doing with the show and it's awesomeness here that it was planned out from the beginning literally yeah. from the start this was all planned and that's another thing too is people are always going to be like oh but they well also just uh real quick with the uh, the year and a half after season one i yeah. always just auto assume that tv shows if they're in school the next season is the next school year so i just figured that it was four years later but yep. <laughs> even my wife was saying like yeah, the especially Will. Like, if you can look how different Will looks. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone's on the same page. Like, yeah, you just know that that's going to happen when you have child actors. And it takes that long to film. Like, there are pretty formative years in puberty that these kids are going to look extremely different. Exactly like Harry Potter. But it is funny that it kind of does, like... It kind of takes you out of it. Not, no, 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 sorry. It doesn't take you out of it. I... I think that the the thing with the age here is something I realized is that even though I feel like Stranger Things isn't necessarily like a huge phenomenon, it is a good enough show that enough people love that they can actually play on a nostalgia thing within like the own show because they did a little flashback during this season to the season one ages and it was a huge nostalgia play i feel like that's like a huge testament to how they're able just to like uh how they're able to show that it was that successful oh yeah i mean it's crazy to see like all the flashbacks because it's almost like a flashback for people who hadn't gone back and just rewatched it and everything and seeing like holy shit We've watched all of this. I've seen all of this. I know all of this and flashing it back. Like, I love this show. Yeah. You know, it's no, just bringing it top of mind. Like, that's right. I love this show. Yeah. And, and I it's needed been great it. for years. Yeah. And I needed it because it was gone for so long. Yeah. That I, I remembered like, yeah, something with Russia that like I kind of had to play catch up the whole time because I wasn't going to go back and rewatch it. But like when Hop was in Russia, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember why. I don't think I need to really care that much. Yeah. So so let's just see how this season plays out. So it is crazy because the last episode dropped July 4th, 2019. And it's almost Dang. July 4th, 2022. So it's been about three years yeah. since the last one, which is a little... That's a lot of time for a TV show to like take off. And I'm assuming it was delayed, obviously, because of COVID and everything. <laughs> Um, like everything else, yeah. (laughs) Shut up. But (laughs) even between season two and season three, it was like two years. It started in 2016, which is kind of crazy to think about that it's been going for so long and only four seasons. Because even with other TV shows, you tend to think, all right, a year a season, a year a season. Like even if it's not a year and a half, like okay, they've been going seven years. It's like five seasons. Versus this, where they're taking their time, they're developing it, and I think that's something that's lost now. That's yeah. like Barry, too. Barry is doing the same thing. Where Bill Hader, it's like season three. It's been going for about five years. And it's just yeah. been incredible throughout. That's that's next for me. That actually is something I've, I'm thinking about what I said now. And I kind of said that it it's not like some big phenomenon. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a huge culturally relevant show. And people are even wearing like Hawkins t-shirts and that kind of yeah. stuff. 
And that actually is something I think to make it more of like a mainstay because Mm -hmm. that's another thing with the streaming world. Now, if you have somewhat shorter of seasons and people can knock it out in a night, it's not going to necessarily be, it's not going to have the staying power of like, say a phenomenon type movie or old TV show because old TV shows, they were on for longer. You have the week breaks everyone's talking about him but when you have it just come out in a burst people watch it in two nights everyone's like oh this is as good or better than other shows um mm-hmm. i feel like having these long delays is kind of benefiting them if they're not going to do the every other or release it every week and have people talk about it between episodes deal yeah that's true i also have a lock for us for when the next emmys is um so I'm looking now, and I was going to say off the thing where it's like not a cultural phenomenon, kind of is. Just wanted to give some things. So in the last week, it's gotten the most impressions by far on Twitter. People have been talking about it like a fuck okay. ton. Which I was going to ask of you, actually. Crazy. Like, yeah. I just saw a stat where it was like higher than anything else by probably 500,000, which is insane. Any other topic in the world in what? is just stranger things. Just in general on Twitter, just discourse. So yeah, yeah, but like current current times, you're not like benchmarking it against no, no, say, no, like Game a, of Thrones. Since, no, since the release, it's like okay. current. So it's gotten like five million, whatever, whatever it may be. Also, since it started, it's got seventy seven wins and two hundred sixteen nominations across award shows. So I'd say they're doing pretty well. But for the Emmys, for the last three seasons, this is a winner for the last three seasons. Okay, since season mm-hmm. one, season two, season three. They've won Outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series. I am putting the house on Season 4 in the 2023 Emmys, winning Outstanding outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series. Lock it in. Yeah, you're really going to have to... They they would have had to drop the ball on sound editing to to make that. Also, that's one of the ones they're dropping from the show, probably. Yeah, just yeah, dropping true, that true. one from the broadcast. Let me just be perfectly clear too. I wasn't saying that it's not a relevant show. I was no, saying no, that I, like I think that I, I'm literally talking about like being in the Star zeitgeist. Wars. I'm talking yeah, about like, benchmarking it against like a Star Wars like or the Lord Office, of the Rings. Star Wars, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, where yeah. it's like you see shirts, you see people with stickers, there's fan lore, there's this, there's yeah. that. I think, I think it's that getting it's, to that point. I think it is, and I think it's because of the weight. Because um, I, I do think that there's just there's something the streaming element that's going to be interesting to see going forward. Because honestly, out of streaming shows, Stranger Things is the closest show that I would say yeah. is kind of uh, at that like level, a, like appointment TV. Even for the next ones that are dropping. I think it's like July 1st. I know July 1st is when I'm going to watch that. Definitely. You know, that's, like that's, that's a the day time comes I'm out. going. Yeah. 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 I'm going to watch it that day cuz I'm like still on the edge of my seat. Like yeah, can exactly. I can I just get that? And it was smart that I think they did that cuz they're like, look, let's drop 7 of them, but let's get kind of this desire going for the last two, which are 4 hours total. So <laughs> let's just have that build up, which is something we don't see a lot. It's either now it's the staggered releases once a week, which they're doing with the boys, Barry, everything else that I'm watching, yeah. or it's the all at once. And I think that they've now found this happy medium where it's like, you'll get everything except for the part that you really, really want. And we're yeah. going to make you wait for that. 
It's especially it's it's kind of interesting right now being in you can tell it's an experiment. Every, all the yeah. studios are just experimenting on what works. Like do we just do it for people to binge or are we going back to the old ways and doing a release every week or are we just going to do this part one, part two thing? And you know, when your stranger things and your episodes are that long and your part two is going to be three episodes, but it's a full pentaveret, then yeah, you're good. It's a full pentaveret. <laughs> These episodes are three and a half pentaverets combined, <laughs> which is insane. I think, dude, I honestly think you said it's four hours. Let's bet. Yeah. That's, use that as the benchmark for a pentaveret because i'm pretty sure that that's around how long that you think your pentaveret was? was four hours long it was yeah. like six up six 30 minute episode i thought it was eight might have been is six it eight? so it's, it's i think it was it's a septaveret it. it's like about yeah. one and a half pentaverets <laughs> what seven. A, whatever it was wait how many episodes were there okay uh six okay so it's it's so, a, basically an octaveret, then, straight, we'll say. Yeah. It's an octaveret. Yeah, it's between a sep and an octaveret. Stranger Things, part two. We're looking forward to it. Part one was great. Do you have anything yep. on Obi-Wan? Good? Yeah, good. I, I appreciate, is there sentiment around so, it online? Yeah, so what I've been seeing is two varied camps, basically. Yeah. So it's one camp who are the Star Wars Till I Die fans who understand what they're doing with this series yeah and it's basically like yes it's a story about anakin and obi-wan but you have to understand it's the story about them when obi-wan is literally just realizing that he's still alive yeah. and it's not gonna be this flashback heavy like avenger style here's all the cameos you wanted toss it at you like here you go here you go here you go it's gonna be the story of this him finding out like protecting luke finally knowing like how we got to that point and moving from there and it's not going to be this like vader versus obi-wan constantly it's going to be this here's how luke and leia lived their childhood a little bit and here's how obi-wan came the other side of the coin is the people who are pissed that we yeah. haven't seen hayden christensen yet oh, okay yeah, outside yeah. of the suit it's a reveal. and we haven't seen um like any flashbacks to the clone wars we haven't seen really any lightsaber battles we haven't seen this we haven't seen that we've gotten one flash of vader where they're fighting each other and people are just like give me more of all of that stuff which i understand both sides but i'm erring more on the side of the star wars fans because like as much as i do want this to be a series where it's heavy on the flashbacks heavy on yeah. this heavy on that it would almost be like a montage of curated clips where they're not telling a story. They're just like, here's the fucking the thing that you want. Why don't yeah. we just serve it? It's almost like fast food versus like going out to a restaurant. It's like, do you want the experience or do you want just what you ordered and you're going to get out of there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And obviously we're like halfway through this season. So, uh, you know, I don't think that there's probably too much to comment on specifically about this episode. Um, it was obviously very cool seeing Obi go back for Leia. And that's what I think, yeah. like you were talking about, like the, the fan versus the person who just wants to see a really awesome TV show. Yeah. Uh, with a ton of action and, and, you know, play the hits kind of stuff. But that's something that I think if you're a fan, the concept of this show should be enough. And it's not like they're blowing the show at all. It's an awesome no. show. It's great. It's well made. And the concept of just like, hey, you know, the absolute iconic character of leia this is her when she was a kid and you remember the absolute iconic characters of obi-wan 
and Anakin Darth slash Darth Vader. Vader. Yeah. This is how they're interacting. Like, you never really yeah. seen before. This is a time we have never seen before. So they really have free reign. And if they just took that and said, look, we're going to make it a bunch of like sappy flashbacks and everything like that. And just centered around kind of a nothingness, no story, no giving us any insight into what's actually been going on. Then I, th- yeah. I think people would enjoy it for a moment. It's almost like that boost of serotonin. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, all right, we love it for the moment. And then after you look back and you go like, was that really that good? Yeah. Is yeah, that no, really what we wanted? Yeah, I think that it's kind of like a, a long play here, which yeah. I, which I like. Like, I, I think that's great. But obviously, for this specific episode, episode four, yeah, um, you could tell it was, I feel like it was, it was good. People are. Action filled. Uh, Maybe are like at war on TikTok right now. People are so at war. That's with what each I'm wondering because every single oh. what I've seen, and I think that this might just be a coincidence, but I have pretty much only seen some negative sentiment about it, uh, which so, kind of surprised me. But also, I don't know. People just will choose to not like something that they're excited about. Exactly. Well, so the negative sentiment that I've seen is from the content creators on TikTok who tend to focus on the. Here's this cameo. Here's this exciting thing. Let me tell you about this Easter egg. Let me tell you about yeah. this. This part of this. This what they're doing in Marvel. Like, look at the after credit scene, all that stuff. Yeah. And then there's other people who call them out and go like, it's not all gonna be like that. We can't all have Ant Man hiding in the background. Blah blah blah. It's like just relax, okay? It's a show. It's not like a yeah, like a there's, video game. Like, and there and are certain things like I'm I'm not a call out the the. Uh, what do we call it? The Easter eggs people. No, also, I don't no. know them, but um, also we said they have a, a, a network last week where they just there's six people just oh, finding yeah, yeah, information. Yeah. The, they have the this head honcho. Maybe the yeah, head exactly. honcho is just not into it. So everyone's like, eh. No, I. Yeah. There are certain things where I'm watching it. I'm just like, oh, that has to be an Easter egg. Like that has to appease the those kind of fans. But mm-hmm. I don't know. So episode four, good. We're still looking forward yeah. to episode five, and we'll talk about it then. Um, you want to do a movie update? Let's do it. All right. Did you have anything else though? Any any more content you crushed? Uh started MasterChef this new season. All right. I'm yeah. going to veto talking um, about that. No, <laughs> I agree. Uh, still watching Barry. I just watched Vice for the first time. Adam McKay movie. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know crazy. what? Um, something I, when we maybe even when we want to not you know i want to say phil uh when there aren't big releases or we're not sure what we want to do mm-hmm. netflix has been releasing it looks like it's footage uh or kind of like pre-made documentaries from the netflix is a joke festival that's why mm. you're if you've been on netflix and you see a bunch of new stuff out of the comedy world yeah, uh, that's where all that's from, I believe. They they kind of the did Dave all that. Dave Letterman stuff. So Dave Letterman, um, there is a uh, Bob Saget documentary. There is a kind of it, it almost seemed like the the film set of Chappelle winning the Mark Twain Award. If you've seen that with yep. uh, John Mulaney, they're talking about the, like the greats, like Robin Williams, uh, George Carlin, Richard Pryor. Uh, that I'm really interested in watching. So there are a few, there are a few things that Netflix just released that around the comedy world that I think we should definitely watch and talk about. And um, maybe we'll just 
we'll land on it at some point because I think that we might actually get out to the theaters and see Jurassic World and, and talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we could do that. I also, wait, one last thing. So, um, you know our guy Simu from um, Shang-Chi. Yeah. I started watching a show on Netflix called Kim's Convenience that he's in and it's an like not an older show but obviously like 2016-ish, okay. 2015 yeah, yeah. maybe. It's a sitcom from Canada. It's fucking hilarious. I'm loving it. Well, check it it's out. An, I, I know. Mean, it's my actually list just very keeps good. growing. So that means I'm that on the episode 4. Okay. And I'm loving it. Okay. Quality. So let's Instead let's say new, tell <laughs> us a new girl. I have a dude. I've <laughs> started I've been, up. Been watching everything else. Um, I know. We should probably get out to see Jurassic World. Yep. But if if our audience like reach out to us, let us know. If you're like, no, we don't need to see Jurassic World. Don't talk about it. Then we won't. And we'll probably pick one of those. Uh, even documentaries like the the Robert Robin Williams Richard Pryor one that I think that'd be yeah. fun to talk about. So down, we'll move on to movie update here, and I, I'm going to start out with one that you know a little little nostalgia for me, something that makes me makes my heart happy seeing on the headline, and it's that Jackass stars celebrated Ryan Dunn on what would have been his 45th birthday. Obviously, that makes me a little sad because Ryan Dunn's the best, but. The, uh, the molding company that helped them had to tell them multiple times that they have to shave before using a mold. <laughs> I just feel like they would have done something with their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, has to be, that has to be what they would have done. I don't know Absolutely. how they celebrated it, but I'm, I'm assuming that there was male genitalia involved. It had to be involved. <laughs> In if there's not, then it's not jackass. <laughs> Now, oh my god. That would be <laughs> ridiculous. What else was ridiculous is I saw I was talking to you about the Jurassic World director and how he explained the film's ties to the real world issues. Oh yeah, that's what everyone needs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's sitting there holding a copy of Animal Farm talking about this and how <laughs> each dinosaur is related to an astrology sign. He's <laughs> a little, little uh, on the nose, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how on the nose it is, or if he really he but, weaved it in really well. The social commentary with dinosaurs fighting each other. What issues gonna be tackling? The one where you know you shouldn't be making dinosaurs. That's what he's trying to say. Is that if people are trying yeah. to make dinosaurs, it's not a good idea. He's just going around his whole press tour is just like, we shouldn't be doing this. And every press junket is like, we're not. And he's like, exactly. Let's keep he's it like, that way. Stop. <laughs> They're like, what? Stop what? Making the dinosaurs. Dude, we you have know not what you're been doing. making dinosaurs. <laughs> I know you're doing this. <laughs> Sir, no. We, we Nobody's done that. They cloned the lamb. Next is the fucking dinos. That's true. That's true. I can see yeah. them doing it to kind of make a headline. But uh, speaking of headlines, <laughs> our beloved Top Gun Maverick back in it with the director saying, basically stating why they went with football over volleyball with the, that scene in the original one. Oh, God. They said, rather than focusing on a specific rivalry like the way volleyball, the volleyball scene did in the original – Maverick used their scene to not only serve the plot, but also capture growing chemistry among the young pilots. And also, look at him. 
you know? <laughs> Literally, they can say whatever they want about these scenes, and it's always just, take a look. Yeah. This yeah, is what so, you could be if you weren't a piece of garbage. <laughs> what what symbolism do you think it represents to have football instead of volleyball? Yeah. Those are some hot dudes, huh? And yeah. there's there's hey. one lady, too. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at them. You'll never be like that, yeah. but you can look. You sure can. Did you know Miles Teller was this jacked? Because I didn't. Come back and see him again. Hey, hey, grow a mustache next time, too. I'm sure you'll look great in it. <laughs> it's flashback to november 15th 2021 where i was trying to grow a mustache and i just just look gross just all the gross all the big dudes with mustaches are like i was doing this before miles teller and i didn't get any attention it's like well but i think there's some uh outstanding circumstances (laughs) a little difference yeah if i took hgh i would look like miles teller no, I think okay. you would have to take a lot more than HGH. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what would get my hair going too, because I just need the mustache. Maybe, maybe a know. fake mustache. And, and could you not grow a mustache? It. No, I can. It just it doesn't look good. It grows in like long and kind of blonde, so I can. It looks mm-hmm. good for about three days, and then after that three days, it's like, oh, it's a little, that's a little much. Oh, God. You would look like Jax from Sons of Anarchy if he's just shaved his everything <laughs> except his mustache. That's what I think I should do. I think I should just get past that stage and just have like a, a full year grow on my face and then just yeah. Yeah, be looking like Bobby out there. Well, if, Bobby you had hair, if you had hair, you would look like Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get my, get my facial hair game looking like Bob Weir's is all I'm out here trying to do. <laughs> look, he is a beast. He's starting to look more and more like an oval every day. <laughs> Every time I see him, it's the the facial hair just accentuates his ovalness. Yeah. The more it grows out, the more he just becomes a shape from Microsoft PowerPoint. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Dead Company, fantastic shout out, absolutely, at Dodger Stadium. Okay, oh god. So we're not here to talk about the Dodgers. We're here to talk about not only the Sixers, but Ugh. the Sixers in the Sandler verse. Yeah, because we got hustle out on netflix on the top 10 everyone seems to like it how what's the buzz on hustle like like er, we were talking about stranger things being talked about a ton yeah kenobi too what about has people been talking about it people like it a lot people are actually genuinely enjoying it i think it's people are just taking it for what it is and they're loving it it's just like look this is a cool ass concept like i love Watching this, I love that Sandler is showing more of his range when I'm not like in an anxiety-induced panic attack <laughs> the entire movie where he's just like, look, this is how I win. He's being himself. And, you know, yeah. I think that that's what everybody wanted to see. And I think this is like a, his dream movie. And you could kind of tell with how it came across. This may have been like a passion project of his where he's recruiting everybody from the nba everybody from like who who he probably watched as a kid like dr j is in it it's just craziness and everybody's appreciating that and just seeing it there's been no negative stuff that i've seen about it like nobody has been saying oh i hate this thing why did they make this? this is a piece of garbage like a lot of netflix movies get received yeah where it's like this is a waste of money even though some other adam sandler movies it's like what are we doing here um especially for netflix though yeah, no, this is like QB Halloween level reception. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Liotta is just yeah. a smash hit in it. No, I think 
Rest I think that when you watch a trailer like this, you basically, you know if you're going to like it or not. Yeah. And if you're not down with sports movies, yeah, don't watch it because it's a, it's a true sports movie at, in yeah. reality. Um, and then at, at that point, it just comes to it. Is it going to be one of the good sports movies or one of the bad sports movies? And Adam Sandler absolutely killed it with this. Yeah, it was, it was a very great sports movie and it mm-hmm. was, definitely seemed like a headache to try to get everyone together like i think maybe that's why they picked the sixers because they were just like okay you're at least all here (laughs) i I don't know how these contracts work but the entire team of when the sixers had like Mm -hmm. uh you know, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Maxey, like, Matisse Thibel, Toby. I mean, they, I, it's very clear the that only something with Embiid. Get, yeah, they yeah. didn't get Embiid. There had to be some contract thing there. But it's not like, no Paulsus. <laughs> yeah, Toby, he's probably just worth too much. But, dude, freaking, freaking Furkan Korkmaz was in it at the know. end in an uncredited role. Okay. Like, you, you, we just saw Furkan picking someone I, up, and I was like, they really just went to the Sixers practice facility and were like, all right, we're just going to shoot for a little bit. Is there a reason they picked the Sixers other than I think the Sixers are an approachable team that's also not like you're picking the Lakers or somebody? You know, it's like, it's a team that if you yeah. don't have a team in basketball where you're not like oh fuck these guys because if i'm watching the same movie about the lakers i'm like oh come on even though i love winning time like that whole series it's like oh come on like i think what it is like i think you have a point with the sixers are kind of in a tier where it's not the lakers i even if it was the celtics like there's so much that goes into the celtics like yeah it's not like it's the Raptors, where everybody's like, so? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like if yeah. they did the Bucks for some reason, we'd be like, yeah. okay, that. Why did you pick them? I think that there is just. I think it honestly might have to do more with Philadelphia than it does the Sixers itself, too, because yeah. Philly's just. It's one of those. Everyone knows the vibe of it, even if you've oh, never yeah. been there. It's something very tangible, and then also you have the whole thing with the fan base, where everyone's very aware of ruthless. who they are, what they do. Ruthless, like they talk about it multiple times in the movie too. Like best fans and worst fans, super passionate. Um, to be honest, I think that that's starting to become a little overdone now. Like in the sports world, that's the first mm. thing that everyone talks about. Like, I don't know that it is, though, because if I were to go to a, a game at the link in a Giants jersey, I don't know that I would be leaving. No, you wouldn't be. You'd be leaving. It's just that you would you'd be, be yelled at. You'd, you'd yeah. have a few rabble rousers. You'd throw <laughs> a few mental uh, verbal jabs at you. A few knuckleheads yeah. coming at my neck. I think that there's just something about Philly that uh, people can people can grasp they can relate to you know? they like the like the hustle nature of the city i think they appreciate the city for what it is and nobody's look i don't think anybody has a a blatant hatred for philly unless you're like a, oh, i think I mean, a lot of people I, do i do, I do <laughs> I think a, lot. a lot of people I, do I, I think but people like i hate philly but i also respect what you guys have going on the reason that i say it's more so about philly than it is the sixers is because I think that they really only use the Sixers. They probably got some rights or whatever, but it just made it feel more realistic. Like, it's what they tried to do with Draft Day, but they actually yeah. decided to make a good movie. Like, it kind of grounds it more. It's not like we're playing for the San Jose Tiburons, if you remember the... <laughs> was that yeah. Road to Glory at NCA? Oh. <laughs> 
mean, like there were so many movies that's just like, what are we doing here? I mean, even uh, any given Sunday, it's like they're the Miami Sharks with Al Pacino. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so make some- this is at least like, hey, it's, it's the Sixers. All yeah. of these players are actually on the Sixers. So it, it's like the current roster. Yeah. And Doc was in it. And Doc Rivers. That's, that's the other interesting thing. If we're going to be doing this, I think if we're going to... And I think that this is a product of what we were talking about before with Stranger Things, just the streaming environment. When yeah. things are happening so fast in the social media world, I almost think that this is a product of it. Like, have the real people in there. Have it feel more connected to real life. Yeah. It's, it's starting to kind of blend more, which is something else I think was really kind of cool about this movie. And also, I would assume, because it's not just like a, I guess in a way, it is like a, hey, look at this guy thing. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. remember him? You see him? Isn't this hey. cool? He's in this movie. Yeah. They but, actually have a real role. Yeah, exactly. The, the reason that the, they have a real role, so even if you don't know the Sixers, you don't really know the NBA, you're not taken out of it because it's not just this weird, disjointed, like throw this guy in here exactly kenny the jet's pretty good in this kenny the jet's believable but he also is kenny the jet like you know who he is also anthony edwards needs more acting roles i think he killed it in this i think he's pretty good yeah he's pretty pretty good good. you know who else is good and it's not someone who's it's not someone who has been on the screen or it's not his first time on the screen he was in john wick chapter three give a hint he's very tall he does not speak English too much in this oh, movie. Oh, Boban. Boban, dude. Boban <laughs> yeah, coming great. in at the end, too. Like, in the beginning, it was very funny because you're just like, oh, it's Boban. You know he's funny. He's the man. Yeah. Oh, he's 22. His son comes in and says he's 10, which also is very funny because then he would have had a kid when he was 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then he just comes he in at the kids. end of the draft thing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, so shout out, Boban. Um, yeah, and then the, the lead role. I mean, obviously, great actor, completely believable, because you also need fantastic acting to be able to pull off some of the, let's call them dramatic parts, and also kind of corny, cheesy, inspirational. It's Mm -hmm. it's necessary in every sports movie, and if you're not a good actor, it is brutal to watch. so bad. Yeah, I'm glad that Juancho, who plays Bo Cruz, can actually act and was very believable because the whole time before, I mean, I'm not like that plugged into the NBA, so I didn't realize he's a real NBA player. He's a person. Since 2016, he was a top 15 draft pick in 2016. I was like, some of the scenes, I'm like, either they trained the fuck out of a Spanish actor or this dude is legit. Yeah, no, you could tell, like, yeah, you're, you're right. They could have went the way of getting an actor who used to play and retraining them or showing them exactly how to make it look like he's an NBA player on screen. But yeah. it's it's also very funny. Like, they, they really wanted to accentuate his defense, which I didn't think I'd ever see in a basketball movie. Like, when he was playing one-on-one, when Adam Sandler first found him and he was hustling... I had never thought in a Hollywood movie I would hear people being like, hey, I'm going to play really great defense on you, and then you're <laughs> going to pay me money. It's normally guys tossing the ball off the backboard yeah. to like just dunk it. This guy's like, I'm going to use my fundamentals, and I'm yeah. going to block you. <laughs> if you can even touch the rim with the shot, 
I'll give you 50 bucks. Like, what? I mean, that that obviously is a cool way of making defense better. Defense but wins I championships. Just, yeah, I do feel like, though, in terms of movies, this was probably the only movie that had a one-on-one decided by defense. Like, the yeah. game was set up around defense. Well, Friday Night Lights, you could say. I'm saying the score on the, No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> no basketball like movie has ever thought, like... We want more defense in this. Like not not just one scene with him winning on defense. Yeah. This Let's guy dunking is cool again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I thought that was something that was kind of funny, it but it actually cool. worked. Like it, it kind of worked with the movie. Um, but then yeah, obviously we had all the other cameos. We had the TNT guys. We had yep. <laughs> we had Shaq. We had uh, AI making a little Instagram kind of cameo. Yeah. Um, obviously, all the NBA stars, Kyle Lowry, Trey Young, um, was, Trey in Young it. was in it. Yeah. So it was really fun to see all of them and the the constant um, scrimmages, like the actual yeah. gameplay was and fun it was to all watch. Legit. Yeah. Like it's not Fresh Prince of Bel Air basketball. It's <laughs> like this is high level competitive basketball that they're just shooting footage of. Yeah, it's like back on the Space Jam set, apparently MJ got people in to play. I think this was part of the last dance or something. He literally had people come in and he had to have Warner Brothers have a basketball court there because he would just play with them after he was done shooting. He didn't even have to. He wouldn't have had to do that with this movie. They were just playing ball and it was fun to watch. Um, the, The actual plot of the movie... I don't think was as important. I think that's always the thing with sports movies. Like there is, there is some emotional dramatic plot yeah. um, and it doesn't need to be good. too prevalent. Yeah. That's what I think. If, if you distill the movie down to like this plot, then it's, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's good. But all of the extra, all the extra things that it did, that it got right, that it was very easy to get wrong and, and, feel weird in terms of a viewing experience that made this movie pretty exceptional absolutely and i think if this doesn't have any nba guys in it it flops yeah yeah i but at the same time not not for like that star power but just for like the scenes that need it the scenes that need legitimate basketball Right, right. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's cooler that it's NBA guys. I'm sure they could have just found some like really good college players that didn't make it to the NBA. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think them them making it legit is what really helped this movie out. Um, and then also just seeing Adam Sandler's acting ability after thinking about him when he was just a young little man on yeah. SNL. <laughs> it's very funny to think about now. I know. It's just seeing where he's come and kind of the trajectory of everything. I'm excited for the next movies. I hope he stays in kind of this vein of just keeping everything legit and seeing seeing where it goes. I think we need more movies like this in either the sports world or the comedy world or wherever instead of just like going down the funnel, going down the pipeline still. No, he said he is. He said he's, and I think that he's in development with another uh, Sadfi Brothers movie. So... Um, people that did Uncut Gems, I don't think it's going to be that similar, but you know, it's it's cool seeing that they're going to team up again. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm excited to see what the Sandman has in store next. So am I, dude. I can't a, wait. Absolute killer. I knew I knew I was going to like this movie 
right away. I just wasn't sure yeah. how, like how good it was actually going to be because I knew it was for me. That's the thing. Especially well, the when you the saw Sixers, Sixers people probably like, I don't care if this is bad, good, I don't care. Just show it to me. Well, I honestly was wondering how they were going to weave the Sixers in. Like, I, I wasn't sure if it was going to be... I mean, they, they easily could have picked a random or, or used no intellectual property of the NBA and just been a fake NBA team because that wasn't the point. But yeah. I also... I don't know how... It obviously happened in the past, and you know, if you're a Sixers fan, you have your opinions on the team. But I don't know how long it took out of their time or how much distraction there was. But I don't know if I liked seeing the entire team just <laughs> being filmed in a Hollywood movie. <laughs> that's why they lost this year, you think? Yeah, that's, I don't think that's, that's why, to be They're honest. Just, but I don't know if it helped. <laughs> they filmed on their off days during practice. Yeah, that's. It's like hard knocks, but Adam Sandler's hanging out with you. You literally tried to get away from the Carson Wentz Kurtz, but they brought that hard knocks in-season vibe back to you. <laughs> just just with an Adam Sandler movie. Did you check out the hard... Well, let's, let's no, not tangent no, into hard knocks in-season. I did not either. I did. Um, and I'm not going to. Soon. Uh, yes, it yeah, is. So soon? Anything else... I, I like to think it's soon. Yeah. Anything else with this movie specifically... Um, I'm glad I mean, we're oh, back. Oh, something I wanted to ask you, actually. Yes. And let's be honest with ourselves here. When, you know, the, let's call him corny, let's call him inspirational, let's call him whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Did you buy in? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I fully bought it. I think I did, too, but there was one part where I was like, I don't know if, it, it's like, even though Adam Sandler's an incredible actor, <laughs> just something about his voice still, like when he yells, I don't know if the voice itself is kind of what gets me, but you know, acting's there, acting's great, so I can't, <laughs> I, I have to step past that myself. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I bought in. I completely did. Yeah, yeah. And I can't blame myself for that. No, no, that's the thing. That's That's another thing with these... You have to buy in or you're going to yeah. have your sh guards up and it's not going to be an enjoyable watch. It's a sports movie. You're going to get the cheesy and inspirational stuff and you just have to want it. You have to exactly. want it. Yeah, that's my that's my part. You have to want it. All right. So we will potentially be watching Jurassic World this week. We'll hear from the audience what they want to hear. This was a short one this week, but we will if not. Maybe we'll check out these comedy documentaries. There's a lot to watch, as we've mm -hmm. talked about. Uh, we're looking forward to that. So until next episode, I'm Kevin. I'm Winnie. And I messed it up. We'll see you at the next episode. Trust the process. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what the queen says.